The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by BlueChew.com. Get the chewables that give you the confidence you need and the performance you both want when it's time to have fun. BlueChew.com. Use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. Now, Waddle and Sylvie. You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie, live from the Old National Bank State Street Studio. This is Chicago's home for sports, ESPN Chicago, the new home of the Chicago Bears. WMVP, WSHE, HD2, Chicago. A good karma brand's radio station. Thanks for listening, calling, and participating in today's show. And thanks to Charlie Bevins with us here in Lake Forest at Hallis Hall. Back at the shop downtown, you heard Midway Jeff Meller, Sean Graney as well. Thank you, guys. Crosstalk is brought to you by Club Hawthorne and the betting bars featuring horse racing, video slots, and sports betting throughout Chicagoland. Waddle and Sylvia are also here. You won't see them sitting next to us on camera because they're actually using the studios inside since everything is cleared out. But they are here live at Hallis. They were checking out practice uh, just like I was a little bit earlier today. So we go a couple of hundred yards away and say hi to the boys as they get ready to get you home on this hump day. What up, guys? Hey, guys. What up? What's going on? What up? Beautiful day today, huh? It was. It was perfect, wasn't it? With perfect. the cover. It was yes. great to see Tommy. I did not get a uh, sunburn today. Good no, hit. not today, Tommy. No. Uh-uh. Plus, practice was only like an hour and a half. So I yeah. actually thought they took it a little longer than they they was, it was two plus hours yeah. today. Oh, did they go longer yeah. than uh, they yeah. were? Because when I walked off, uh, when 12. we had to come back for the show, yeah. it was it went to like twelve uh, fifteen. Oh, so they went like thirty minutes past when they said they were going to. Yes, right, good. It, they got it, after it a little. It went longer. It went longer. Yeah, I, had, I obviously had to walk back to get ready for the show around eleven forty, and I thought they'd be wrapping up then because the board originally said eleven forty. They kept going. So. You missed for the, them. Uh, you missed the the highlight of practice was probably the. DJ Moore, catch along our sideline, Carm. Where oh, we were so there standing. was another one? What, did you see the one when he got his uh, – I think you were well, gone by then. Well, I saw the first one. Tommy and I were yeah. – the one where Justin dropped that beautiful dime to him in between two uh, – in the double There was coverage. another one in the same spot. Oh, I missed that. In practice. It was a beautiful catch. I think he probably would have gotten lit, uh, lit, up lit up in a game. but like He got his feet down. Like, still, regardless, it was a great Boy, catch. Boy, he's awesome. I mean, he's he really fabulous. is. He's fabulous. He's silky smooth. He's strong. He, I said to Sylvie, like, it's the little things. You know, when you run, like, slant routes, and especially in these drills, and the ball's out away from your body, so you reach out and you catch the ball with your hands, a lot of receivers will have that ball knocked away by, by talented corners, you know, that will come in and, and swipe, the, the, swipe down at, at the receiver's hands. You can't get the ball out of his hands because, A, he's strong, and, and B, because he catches and tucks. Like, mm. he just... He's a really, really good football player. He's really good. Yes. That was the – so DJ Moore, the highlight again. The other highlight was Tevin Jenkins throwing up right in front of us. Right in front of us. Yeah. Yeah. Not a lot, though. No, that's what I said. It was was just a little. He, You know, you could tell he was a little flush maybe, and it just – he couldn't hold it anymore, and that was it. Just a little bit. Yeah. It wasn't terrible. Listen, it's not a it's not a practice till somebody pukes. Well, that's that's what I always say. It's a practice. You know? Yeah, <laughs> it's a practice. It's not a practice. I will say this: like, uh, also, uh, look, I, I'm not going to sit here and tell you that they look like the Chiefs today. But remember, last Wednesday, better. I, we said that they were a dumpster fire. Yeah, today was significantly better. It was, was better. more rhythm. Yeah. there were some offside penalties or some illegal. The false, the false start false penalties starts. were a little kind of that was a little careless. But there was just, a lot. 
overall, it was a crisper practice. The the offense had a little more juice, and yep. it was certainly an improvement from what we saw last time we were out here. Well, what no are you guys? Uh, you guys happy that the, the starters will play a little, including I Justin? Am. I, I am yes. too. Yurko and I agree. They got to play. They need repetition. Got to play a little bit. I think it's great, and they were being so tight-lipped about it. I was starting to wonder, you know. And I was glad he had that update today. And I think it is important. Yurko said 30, and I kind of agree with him. And then over your two games, because they won't play the third game, but, like, if your starters, especially Justin, if you could get him 30 plays, 25 to 30 plays, like, that seems like a good number. And, Carm, you know what you emphasize to him? Ball out quick. Yes. Don't, don't take any hits. Yes. We're not going to let you run. We don't yes. want you to run. You're going to have to, you know, kind of hold off that instinct. But ball comes out quick, and if you don't see anything quick, then throw it in the stands because we don't want you to get hurt. So you, you, you know, doing that, you actually serve two purposes: a, you're practicing getting the ball out fast, and b, you're protecting your quarterback. Hundred percent. Now, Patsy's told us yesterday that last year, I want to say, the first team offense only played nine snaps in the first game, thirty in the second. But I'm with like the I'm with you guys. The more the more the merrier. Like you've got a, a rookie right tackle that's needs steps. Yep. Uh, Tevin Jenkins is playing a new position. Cody Whitehair is back to center. Like everybody, the yeah, you need reps. Needs, yeah, everybody needs snaps, especially that O line. You yeah. need reps. Um, I think it is important. First quarter and a half next game. That's I'm with it. You. I yep. mean, if you want to keep it simple, keep it simple. But guys yep. got to get out there and go through the football part of this. I love Tevin Jenkins. I was telling Yurko earlier. I mean, like, he, you know. And he's he, a mauler. He just gets out there and he's maul. He's so big and he's at, his feet are good. and He's, he's just, a road grader. He's downfield and he's mauling guys. Yeah, but you just, and, and totally, if you can get him on the field for 17 games. That's then. it. That's a game. Can change. he play a thousand snaps this year? Right? Yeah. I mean, I'd can be he happy with fifteen starts? You yeah. hope so. Give me fifteen starts, I'll be happy. Because the kid can play, man. Yeah. I mean, he really well, can. And you know what he is? I mean, I think he's kind of a tone setter with how he plays. So if he's out there, yeah, he can set a you know a kind of an angry tone. But if he's not working through some you know some stuff it, and he's not out there and he's not available, then. You know, it's uh, it was a who's who today. You know, I I talked to Peter King for a while, and Peter stopped by and said hi to Yurko for a minute. He was with Dan Pompey, and you guys saw Siciliano, and the NFL mm-hmm. Network was here. We just saw, saw Baldy. Baldy walked by, and he and Yurko were commiserating for a minute. They gave each other the the thumbs up. Yurko Baldy remembers- smells like football. Yes, he does. He, yeah, that's yeah, a positive. Yeah, yeah. That's Is not that, a negative. All man, when, he smells like football. When you see when you see Baldy immediately, your nostrils are filled with football. Yes. Yeah, so. some of my first NFL reps were against Baldy. Baldy in 91. Yeah. How about that? took me off the practice squad. We played the Indianapolis Colts in Lambeau. I like it. And uh, one, of, one of our first reps against the Baldy. So it was a who's who here today. He was a center, wasn't he? Yes. Yeah, he was. Yep. Yep. Yeah. I love his tape breakdown. I know you guys oh, yeah. do, too. You'll play a lot of it. His, his, his breakdown is always good. He, he, gets, he does his deep dive on offense. I always enjoy it. I like his vacation breakdowns as well on Twitter. <laughs> like, Baldy loves life. When he, he just loves life and he season, loves it. Breaking down film, Tommy. I no said to him. I said to him. I had a, a you know a brief conversation with him. I said, "Hey, do you enjoy your vacations this year?" He goes, "Yeah, I went to Costa Rica. I went to Cuba. I went to." Awesome. So he just he just everything he does he does a hundred miles. He's an living hour. life, yeah, yeah. But they had all the big wigs out here. Wani, we were told by Cecilia that Wani was here too. I did I didn't not see Wani. Neither did I. No. But uh, how about that uh, sweet setup that the NFL Network had right in the parking lot? <laughs> well, you know why they did that, though. 
Why? Because it's the perfect view of uh, the front of the building with the sea and the Halla statue. At least that's what I thought. I mean, I saw it this morning. On, on I had NFL Network on before I left the house. And I saw it, and I just said, oh, it looked, you know, there, there's Siciliano, and they're here. And it looked cool because, like, the way it was framed, the way the shot was framed with everything that was behind them. That's what I thought. Yeah. I walk around. I like would this. have thought a, a nice view of the practice field. Yeah. Would have been, uh, well, but they but they can't be on. The, but they they don't want anything on the air while they're practicing. Yeah, they do don't they? want their, They yeah. don't want that. They don't want footage, right? Won't the won't, won't the team say no? You we don't want where you could put them on the practice field, but just have the cameras pointed in a direction where you can't you, see. You could have put them right players. next to the Walter Payton Center. Yeah, or some guess the indoor facility. I thought they did it because they wanted the sea and the Halla statue in the background. But what do I know? <laughs> did they? Did you think they stuck them there? Why? I mean. So that wasn't the NFL. Ne- that wasn't the were... NFL Network's choice. Is that I, what you're I, saying, I, Sylvie? I don't think they were punishing them, but I think probably we, for the video we shot it. And I said, "Boy, I, this isn't exactly like when you see the setup on television. Yeah. This is not w- what you expect the stage to look like." Well, it's training camp. It's not the Super Bowl. I mean, what, what do you expect? They go to every training camp. When they're I, bouncing around. I mean. I saw the Bengals camp the other day. It didn't look like <laughs> Boy, the Bengals are rolling out the red carpet and Bears aren't. That's the problem. You might be right, Sylvie. I take it back. Get out right Damn. Get out. The, you get out of the Bengals here, go? I don't know. You're not, you're not a. Oh, my God. What kind of access what? did they have? Did they have access to Joe Burrow's calf? No, did they you had see, access did you, to Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase, yeah. Did, did you see the update, by the way? No. Uh, I just saw Schefter. Yeah, I saw a picture update? of him out there in, like, a bucket hat with, you know, n- not a lot of football. I, uh, from Schefter's Twitter, I mean, from Schefter's Instagram. Bengals head coach Zach Taylor to reporters today on the status of Joe Burrow's calf injury. Quote, the timeline is several weeks from when I said several weeks. Close quote. Oof. The so several oh, weeks oh, from does he when mean, I said several oh, weeks. Oh, so he's being – all right, I read that wrong then. So he's being a smartass, right? I don't know. If, I, it sounds like if it's several I think he's weeks, being a smartass. Okay. Isn't he saying it's uh, several weeks from when I first told you it was several weeks, right? Like don't ask me again. Is that what he's saying? Or or how do we interpret that? It's that? an extended. Hey, listen, or, this is going to last longer than we. I don't know. See, I when I know. first gr- glanced through it on Instagram, that's what I thought, Tommy. But then reading it again slowly, is he just being a smartass? I guess he can't get the nuance there. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, what does that mean? Nobody wants to see any extended period of football this year without Joe Burrow. No. You I know, know but Jamar Chase did tell Siciliano, and he told us about this. I don't know if you saw the uh, video I didn't, of I didn't see that, no. Uh, Jamar Chase told him that he doesn't want Joe Burrow playing in, in the opener, that he wants him playing mm. in Week 17. That oh, they don't, okay. like, he yeah, doesn't want right. him rushing right. back. I, I get that. Only to go down, and, and, and so he doesn't I, want him rushing back. I get that. And, and like, if, if you miss the first two weeks of the season okay. and you over – yeah, like, you know how long this is now. Well, that's a good point. I mean, what do, you won't remember two games in September in all likelihood. No. no. You know, when the, you get to January, right? How, how much do the 49ers remember their game against the yeah. Bears in the they, they, they made it to the NFC title game. Right. And would have maybe had a chance if they weren't down to uh, their running back playing quarterback. Josh Chat or who was it? Josh Johnson. Well, they both got hurt, and then he got hurt too. They were, were yeah. didn't McCaffrey have to play quarterback for a little while? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, you know, so that's a good point, Sylvie. They don't remember losing in the muck 
in September With when Lance you're playing in the NFC title right. game. Right. right. No yeah. one knew who Brock Purdy was then. Right. Right. Unless you love the Cyclones. So that's a good point. Yeah. I mean, I, I get that. It's just like this the selfish football fan in me doesn't want too many weeks to go by, but I get the Bengals standpoint it's just on weird, it. Isn't it like that? I guess it can happen to anybody, but remember, he was wearing a sleeve. He was wearing that sleeve. Yes. When the injury happened. Yes. And yes. You don't hear many quarterbacks. Missing a ton of training camp because of pulled muscles. A calf injury. Yeah. I don't know. It's just a little different. A little yeah. odd. We're crazy. Uh, what did you guys uh, think of Hard Knocks last night? I, I loved enjoyed it. it. I loved yeah. it. Loved it. Wow. I watched it this morning. You didn't like it? I thought it was okay. I thought it was a big Aaron Rodgers infomercial. Yeah, like, so, all of a sudden, yeah. Aaron Rodgers is the world's greatest teammate. That's sort of funny. Oh, well, this is the Aaron Rodgers rehab pr- uh, presentation. Don't you think, like, he was purposely saying he didn't want it, but he was secretly behind the scenes Loving orchestra- every minute of it, yeah. or orchestrating it. I mm. think he actually wanted it and produced yeah. it. I think he was an executive yeah, producer. I, that's, I think show. he was an executive producer yesterday. Yes, absolutely. He definitely seemed to be a very likable guy and very well respected and everyone in, in, well, in a Jets uniform yeah. was saying wonderful things about him. When, when, when you're going to the Hall of Fame and you come to save the franchise, yeah, no kidding everybody's going to like you. Yeah, Can, pe- think about the quarterback play they've had the last few years. And now Aaron Rodgers is there, and I still think Aaron Rodgers can play at an extremely high level. I do, too. Yeah, everybody's getting – they're seeing things that they're like, whole hot damn. Hot it's, it, it, it's damn. Go, it's go time. So, yeah, they like it. Boy, I don't, I, you know what? And the Jets have some players. Yes, they do. You know what Oh, I mean? yes, like, they do. <laughs> like Sauce Gardner, their, their drafting their corners has been are fabulous. Yeah. yeah, they're good. They got but a lot of Garrett talent. you get Garrett Wilson as well. You had the defensive and the offensive rookie of the year last year. Yeah. In the same class. Brees Hall's coming back. Yeah. Like, think about how good he – he was in the rookie of the year conversation yes, before he, he got hurt. Yeah. You know, and, and I and running backs are running backs. Listen, I mean, I know you're going, I have the same stance, but he's a talented yeah. kid. Yeah. I mean, he's a talented kid who was playing well as a rookie. I mean, and they can do things with him in that offense. It's a good defense as well. Yes, I mean, it is. they good defense last season. Look, look, Aaron Rodgers, it was like one of the Bravo shows where it's a reality show, but it was scripted reality. Right. Aaron Rodgers had a template that he wanted to get across. Aaron Rodgers wanted to show everybody that even though uh, they said in, te- uh, in, in Green Bay he's not a good teammate, that he's willing to take Zach Wilson under his arm and teach him some stuff along the way. He wanted to build up his offensive coordinator after the experience in Denver and show that he's a high-energy guy and not a boob like he was portrayed in Denver. And right. he wants to show the world that he's still a great quarterback and yep. that he's not – Someone who's who's not good, like I, th- and that will those were the talking points yesterday, yes, were they not? Exactly you were eating it. it up, yeah. Like, like, that was exactly it. I've always been an Aaron Rodgers personality guy. I've always liked his personality um, to a, a certain point. To an I like that also that Liv Schreiber uh, comes it. down in, an, in a helicopter. Loved I thought it. That was fat. I it was the first time in all the years yep. he yep. said that he's ever been yeah. shown in a hard knocks. I yep. did think that that was great. And then I told Yurko and Meller and I were uh, talked about this. Meller thought the same thing. He brought the sound back of it. I, three minutes in, I paused it for 45 minutes, and I went down the rabbit hole about crows and eagles. I mean, Robert Sala I, had yeah, me thinking. I'm watching. I'm watching an eagle cam at a, at 10:40 last night. 
all because of I was like, did you Whoa. see any video of an eagle soaring up high so that the crow? That There's was pictures, on its back, a bunch of pictures, and on then the, the crow falls off because of the altitude, because the oxygen deprivation. Bunch of pictures. Really? And I, then I'm reading about eagles, and then it got me into watching videos on eagles taking fish out of stri- uh, rivers, and then I'm watching them uh, feed that, their young, and then I'm watching classic. the eagle. You know camp. what that is? That's classic nonsensical. And I like Robert Sala. But I, do, I said the same thing. It was classic nonsensical yes. football coach. It, talk. I don't even know that it made any sense. No. But it's Shouldn't like Nick Sirianni be telling that story though. Yeah, I felt the same <laughs> way. Like, yeah. Maybe like you're like, the Jets, not the Eagles. Like the, he should be talking about how the Jets like hit a bunch of birds as they take off, right? And yeah. the jet keeps soaring. <laughs> well, yeah, it seemed a little bit odd. It did. I don't even know if I quite understood it, but it was you know I I could see how he's an easy guy to. Look, he's got some charisma, Robert Sala. You know, he's he's got personality, and I could see where he he could command a room. And I I didn't need yesterday to tell me that. I mean, you could just watch him even going back to when he was a coordinator and some of the things he said early in the season last year when he kind of fired on the New York media a little. You can tell he's a feisty, sort of charismatic kind of guy. And, you know, if they have success, I think they'll follow him. I I do think that. Look, they've got a chance to be very good. They do. If they all stay healthy, they've got a bear of a schedule. Not a Chicago Bears schedule. They got a bear of a schedule in the first six weeks. But if they navigate navigate that, excuse me, uh, reasonably well, like they got a chance to be a really good football no, team. There's I no agree doubt. With you, Carm. I don't know if you uh, you guys talked about this earlier, but no Nate Davis today. Oh yeah, we did. I, you know, yeah. listen, Yurko keeps saying it. Some guys just don't want to practice. I'm with you. Like, it's I'm odd, not, uh, and I don't know what else to think. I'm He's, not bothered by it yet. Because um, I don't know anything other than he was a very accomplished player with the Titans for several years. Was that the book on him there? I don't know. Yeah, it don't sounds know. like yes. We're, so you got to imagine the Bears are aware of that. Like Courtney's told us that early in yeah. the offseason when he wasn't here. Courtney was saying if you, if you ask around in Tennessee, there's no doubt that that was what they were saying. I'd imagine that the Bears knew that, yeah. and they still made him a day-one free agent, so they must be okay with it, I guess. How many games does he play every year? Uh, off the top of my head, I don't know, but I feel like he's played. Let well, me double check real quick. If he's, yeah. if he's playing every game, then you know what? There, maybe there's a method to his madness. That's what Yurko was saying. I mean, listen, yeah, we don't I'll know. start being bothered when he's not available on yeah. Sunday. 13, 16, 14, and 12. Okay, so not all the games. Not all of them. Yeah. Hmm. He likes to take a little time. They knew it before they got him, well, though. I mean, yeah, yeah you think if, if if the beat people know it and are hearing it just right. from the cam- conversations they have with other reporters and insiders around the league and people they know in Tennessee, well, you think the Bears would know? I mean, I don't know. It's just the whole thing has been kind of strange, and I think we all felt that way. Of course, he didn't have to be here, and he's a fifth-year player. He's a veteran, and it's voluntary, but he was a priority free agent. Like, yeah. really? You're just going to not show up until – the mandatory portion of camp, and now yeah, he's barely practiced in three weeks, yeah. guys. Yeah, I'll be bothered I, because I don't he's a veteran. I, I'll be bothered when he starts missing time on Sundays. I but, guess, yeah. You know, for a young offense that's trying to find its its stride, strange. And, and you're yep. trying to build a little bit of cohesion. It's and don't weird. get Justin hurt. Either. Like, don't get him. Don't be rusty early yeah. either right. in the games. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Then people will say, "See those." Those practice reps with a new line, new yeah. offense, those are important. All right, boys, what's up on the show today? So we'll talk. We'll give you observations. Joniak is going to join us coming up at uh, 3 o'clock. Let me, let me just say something real quick on that, because I, I told Joniak this on Monday. I saw Jeff for a minute on Monday. Uh, 
it is outstanding uh, when you guys sit down on is this going to be an every Wednesday thing? I think so. We're going to pick a day that works best, but I think Wednesday probably will be that day. It is outstanding. And we're I, gonna, you know, we're, we're going to try and be out here once a week, even during the regular season. What I like, and we all can sit around and we all talk ball a lot, and I could, and I, and, and but we all do that. I love the camaraderie and just some of the fun conversation. Uh, that you guys have with Joniak, and I told him as much on Monday, and I also told him, uh, but not for nothing, champ. It'd be nice every once in a while you don't put Carmen and Yurko on the pain on mine list. And he's like, what? I, I didn't do it. It's not my fault. I didn't, somebody call me. I don't know. I'm like, you know, spread it around here a little have bit, Have you asked Joniak. him to come on your show? Well, I'm going to ask him now. I don't know. <laughs> he's not, I said him. not for nothing, but it's fantastic radio listening to you guys. I mean, I'm not even blowing smoke, and I told Jeff that. I said these last couple Wednesdays I've really enjoyed listening to you kind of open up with Waddle yeah, and Sylvie. Yeah, we get him so, to drop his guard. Carm. It's good stuff. Keep yeah. it going. Well, and, and Carm. You know it. Waddle knows it. I don't know how well Yurko knows him. But uh, it, Carmen and I used to go oh, to Jeff's house please. Um, for, for, for AFC-NFC yeah. championship games in the early 2000s. I mean, we've known him well, since we were pops. Well, because the Bears were involved, so he wasn't working. Right. right, so, right. This yeah, was even right, before right. he was the voice of oh, the Bears, okay. even. Like, this is like 2002. We, so, yeah. like, we all knew each other when we were all working. Uh, Carmen and I were working together. But I never worked with Jeff until now. Yeah. And, and Jeff and I were always, like, I covered the Bulls with Jeff. I covered the Bears beat with Jeff. And, and, and Joniak's always been on BBM doing, like, sports at 15 and 45. Right. Or doing play-by-play. He was never in a talk environment. And he's always been... Such a gregarious yes, guy. He could exactly. be moody, but he's a gregarious guy. When you get him in a in a great environment, and he's got stories galore. Exactly. But that's never, why it's been so good. He's exactly. never had an outlet. Yes. And why I've always wanted to work with him because he is such a great dude. He's great, and I. I mean, with Sylvie and I go many, many years back. It's no exaggeration with this guy. And Jeff's one of the good ones, and I've always told people that. And it is nice that we can kind of we call him a teammate now. So nice. I. I yeah. I like the Wednesday hits. They've been very good. Now we nice. need Yurko to open up a little bit more. Come on, yeah. Johnny. The good kid. Get that personality. Oh, I, I love fair. <laughs> what did he say? I love fair. Well, we love fair, too. Is that what we're talking about, Tom? That's good. That's good. We're all going to be funny. at, uh, you know, we're all going, we're t- taking a road trip, the four of us, to Peoria on Monday. We're going to be broadcasting at the Riverfront. Oh, all right. <laughs> is it's, is uh, this for real? Yeah, no, this is Monday, Waddle, me, Joniak, and Thayer. Peoria Chamber of Commerce. Oh, wow. We're okay. going barnstorming. Yes, Dude. it's a barnstorming trip. Barnstorm it up, boys. All, all four of us for all four hours next Monday at that's, the Peoria Riverfront. That's awesome. Be there if you're downstate. So. All right. All and right, we're boys. We'll we'll be at, after the show. Yeah, of course. We'll be at Iowa City the following Monday. And Siciliano, too? Siciliano's going to join us. Uh, maybe Jesse from uh, Sox Park, uh, Guaranteed Rate Field, and Will Bond today. All right. So Sounds we're good, loaded. Boys. We've All got right. a lot to do. Uh, see you tomorrow. Waddle and it. Sylvie will get you home next, everybody. No, Enjoy not the... tomorrow. I won't, I won't be, here. won't be here. Enjoy the rest of your day. We'll see you tomorrow. <laughs> oh, yeah. Fellas, remember the days when the engine was always revved and you were ready to go? Well, Blue Chew is here to help bring back the good old days and give you the confidence you need when it's time to make that magic happen. Go to BlueChew.com, use code Vegas for $20 off your first order. ESPN 1000, Chicago's home for sports. 
You're listening to Waddle and Sylvie. Watch us and join the chat. Follow ESPN 1000 Chicago on Twitch.tv or the Twitch app. We're live inside Hallis Hall. Took in uh, Bears practice today. We'll take it in tomorrow, too. And we've got a game this weekend. It's game week, huh? We do. Huh? First huh? Uh, preseason game, Matt Aberflus confirmed. The first teamers will play. We'll find out how long on Saturday. By the way, we are uh, right in the heat of getting uh, ready for Football Fest. We cannot wait for Football Fest. We're going to have Joniak on the show in about a half hour from right now. This will be his inaugural Football Fest. We want to have a strong ESPN 1000 showing, and we want all of our fans to show Joniak what it's like to bring it strong for football Bring fast. it strong. I'd like for him to bring me some coffee when he comes down here at 3 o'clock. Oh, are you going to make him fetch you coffee? I may. I may oh, have okay. to send him a text. Um, so this year, it's August 27th. This is a Sunday, so we're going to get you ready for a football Sunday. Uh, it is the greatest guest list we've ever had for a football fest. Uh, we have taken the old fantasy football. What did we used to call it? Fantasy football. Fabulous. Well, I forget what we called it. This is more than just fantasy football. It is football fest now, and it is at the Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana. It is Sunday, August 27th from 11 in the morning till 3 in the afternoon. We have Barstool Big Cat who will be there, along with Adam Schefter and Field Yates. As I mentioned, the voice of the Bears, Jeff Joniak and Tom Thayer, will be there as well. Jason McKee will handle sidelines and, of course, was a member of that 2006 Bears team. All your favorites from ESPN 1000 will be there. Cap and Jay Hood, Carmen and Yurko, Black and Abdallah, Waddle and me, Shay and Tyler and Meller. And on and on, all your favorite producers from the radio station. We will have lots of interactive stations for you to participate. Hard Rock Casino, Northern Indiana, of course, will have all the all, all the ways to gamble for you. Their sports book. Um, you want to play some blackjack. You want to play some craps. I got killed down there. Me and Abdallah, and maybe it was Cap. We got just wrecked and not, not drunk. Now you rally. Now you rally. Well, that's what I'm saying. I'm going to go back and get some of my money back. That's right. Buy your tickets at HardRockCasinoNorthernIndiana.com, or you can buy your tickets at Ticketmaster. They're just $10 per ticket. Ten bucks for a full day's activities. And like I said, this is more than just fantasy football these days. This is a total football fest. You will get information on your Chicago Bears. You will get NFL information. You will get gambling information. You will still get your fantasy football information. It is going to be an entire football festival. That is why we call it Football Fest. And you will get a chance to meet some of your favorites like Barstool, Big Cat, and Shefty, and Field, and and Jeff Joniak, and Tom Thayer, and the one and only Tom Waddle. And yes, and and yours truly. And and that's, that's how we get it done. And that's what we love about it. That's why ESPN 1000, uh, has has been around for 25 years. Amen, brother. The relationships that we've built with the fans throughout the Going to have some football fun. Football fun. August 27th. So get your tickets. Buy them right now. Now. I know you've been procrastinating, but uh, summer is winding down. 
It was a great Sunday to spend with you um, and, uh, and, and, and bring your friends, text your friends, and come on out and, uh, and, and just have a great time. We will as well. I know I will. What did you see today? Um, I saw a better performance from the offense overall. I mean, there was nothing that really stood out significantly to me other than um, that DJ Moore continues to be, you know, must-see TV, so to speak, and he's worth the price of admission. Thought the ball came out quicker, more consistently from Justin today, which is a good sign as well. Um, there were some penalties from the offensive line, some false starts that weren't great. It just felt better. It felt, the whole experience felt better and more soothing uh, as a spectator compared to what we saw last Wednesday. Now, Chase Claypool did leave early. Saw that. I saw when that happened. So... You hope, and he's had some some leg injuries here. Going back to minicamp, he's had a good camp. We have pointed that out numerous times. He's been well. Most importantly, he's, he's been, been at every practice. Yes, yes. And so the the good news is it didn't look like they were treating him on the sideline. Right. So maybe this is just precautionary that it was just something that it was a tweak and 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 they didn't want it to get anything worse. So don't push it because he has been available. He has been good. Let's hope he can continue to build on this. He was not. Um, he was not taken inside to the training room. Right. But there was no nor, rap or anything. But he was not. Also, uh, he did not. Con- he did not participate in anything else after he injured himself, or he pulled up a little gingerly. I'd probably be the best way to describe it in one-on-one drill. So uh, that 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 was probably the most important news item of the day. Yeah. Was is that he left practice well before they even got into team in, uh, activity? I don't think we saw Deontay Foreman either much of the day. Yeah, I think, I think he was he was out for most of the day as I, well. I didn't have a list of everyone that wasn't out there, um, but it just felt like it was a longer practice. Yeah. It didn't feel they like they ramped it up. Yeah. It. It just felt better. It felt like there was more juice, uh, a better vibe. It wasn't over the top. The chirping wasn't wasn't what it was back on last Wednesday on either side. But it just was a more. It felt like a more efficient practice. And, and like what Carmen was saying about Tevin Jenkins, and it was kind of everything rolled into one. That he gets downfield and he mauls guys, and then there was one play again, and he'd been out for a little bit. Um, for a few practices, and he's just gotten back. And he got downfield, and he was mauling guys. And the next thing you know, he came up a little bit lame, and he was. And I didn't know if it was gonna, if it was like a leg or an ankle. And he was down on a knee, and it turned out that he got the wind knocked out of him, or something like that. And the trainers were like, "Don't bend over, don't bend over." The next thing you know, right in front of us, he was puking. I was very proud of myself because that you didn't puke. Usually, when you see puke, you puke. I have a puke phobia. And I usually, when I see someone puke, I usually run the other way. I yeah. get nauseous. I watched him puke. Was it a good puke? I didn't see it. It wasn't. It wasn't. It wasn't like for a big man. It wasn't a big violent puke. It wasn't a lot of puke. It was a little puke. Okay. And um, and he got back up and went back out there. So I was very happy to see that. Yeah, that he got back in the huddle after yeah. puking. So I think it was a win-win. I think he, it was a win that he got back up there. It was a win that I was able to take it in closely. So that's a highlight of the uh, day for you. That was that you my... witnessed puke and you didn't puke yourself. Joniak has wanted me to bring a sightseeing 
to the table for him now because I used to do that when I was a Bears reporter. My sightseeing was watching Tevin Jenkins puke in front of me, and it wasn't a lot of puke, and I didn't get nauseous by it. My sightseeing. And it was orange, which I thought was— he had Gatorade. I was saw it orange drink, gator. I, oh yeah, and I no, that he was, just he had a handful of carrots well, before the previous. Well, snack. and what I thought that. Well, I thought that was very bears. It was very bears on brand. Yeah, that it was orange puke. No, that bear was, down. Yeah, that was Gatorade. Okay, but whatever, yeah. orange like that's good. It's it's better than green. Yes, you don't want green and gold. No, you, you don't. don't want green. You don't want like uh, what's you the don't want purple or, or purple silver or, the, or the silver and blue. Yeah, it was orange puke yeah, on okay. brand. All right, uh, I was going to take something more football-y to the table, and that was every time I watch them play, there's one guy that stands out, and he continues to do things that I hope the younger players at his position are watching what he does and how he plays the game, and that's DJ Moore. DJ Moore is so good. It, it, every time. We've been up here. There, there is a highlight. There's a DJ Moore moment. This, but th- it's it's become a like that's just who he is. So it's not it's not something that's spectacular. It's something that's commonplace for him. Yes, I mean he makes difficult look easy in a lot of ways. That that footwork again. And, and by the way, he's out there every day at practice. He doesn't take plays off. Like, he is your true professional. Not only is he your best player, but he's also a lead-by-example guy because he doesn't take plays off. And he gets he, he takes things serious. I don't know if you noticed this, too, and I noticed it last week when we were out here. I don't know over what, um, but when something doesn't work in a play or, or a play, he gets pissed. Have you noticed this, too? Yeah. Like, it's just practice. It's just a drill. He'll come back to the sideline. And he'll take a knee and he'll slam his helmet down. And he'll be pissed over something. He takes his job very seriously. And like you said, there he is, lining back up, play after play after play. He is just there and just looks the part. Yeah, I mean, guys who have got a resume like his, and look, he, he doesn't have a Justin Jefferson resume. He's been in the league longer, obviously, but... But a guy would like that who is who's been accomplished and is the best player in the huddle. Sometimes a guy like that will decide, you know what, coach, I'm not going to do one on ones today, or you know what, I need a bit of a breather. Don't see that from him. I think you know, as you find, a lot of times your best players are also your hardest workers. So I'm just comforted for an offense that needs to improve in a lot of different ways: pass protection, um, you know, uh, route running. Obviously, the quarterback play um, in the passing game needs to improve as well. To have someone like him in your huddle is going to pay dividends, I think, in any number of ways. Don't you think that the Stephon Diggs comp it could could happen? Like, wasn't uh, in terms know, of production and development? Like, was Stephon Diggs better in a Vikings uniform than DJ Moore was in Carolina? I would say that Stephon Diggs had a more beneficial environments than than DJ Moore has had in Carolina, if that makes sense. I think that Stephon Diggs, you know, you're playing in an environment where I think the quarterback, as much as everyone hates, you know, the quarterback when he's there, and, and I think that one of the big years Stephon Diggs had there, it was Case Keenum, right? Right. Uh, like, they, 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 had, they won, and they made it. To, they, had the, they had the miracle play. Yeah. But, like, this is what I, what I, like, individual stats. Like, this is... 
he didn't pop until he went to Buffalo. Here are Stephon Diggs' numbers yardage-wise uh, with Minnesota. 720, 52 for 720, 84 for 903, 64 for 849, 102, which is fabulous, for 1021, and 63 for 1100. Very DJ Moore-ish. Yes. Well, DJ Moore's got three seasons of better than 1100 receiving. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, so like, and he had that one year with 102. So, to me, he didn't pop and go for 127 for 1500 yards till Allen developed with him. And to me, I think Diggs is similar where until the marriage with the quarterback happened – Maybe DJ Moore can take the next step, even with if Justin can develop like Allen did. Yeah, I, I mean that's the hope for sure is that they develop together in a manner in which they did in Buffalo. Here are the touchdowns for Stephon Diggs in in Minnesota: four, three, eight, nine, six. Pedestrian, like. Not good, not, but not right. not eye popping. Like everyone likes to think, Stefan Diggs now is a great player, but I don't think they remember that Stefan Diggs was a good player in Minnesota. But I don't think he was a, a like this super great player then. Well, I think he wanted to be dealt as well because he wanted to be more featured, and I think at that time wasn't Adam Thielen was one of their receivers mm-hmm. and. Who was getting so Stephon Diggs wanted to be, you know, somebody's one. So when he goes to Buffalo, he is, you know, by far their best receiver. And Josh Allen takes an enormous step forward in the year that he gets there, too. 127 for 1535, 103 for 1225, and uh, 108 for 1429. You know what I mean? I'm not telling you that DJ Moore is going to put up those numbers. But I, I think the comp is, is pretty good. Yeah, no, I, I, I think that you can, you can connect those dots for sure. I think that I think DJ Moore is going to help Justin quite a bit on a number of fronts. I really do. I think not only is the, the, the connection started to heat up and is, is they're on the same page, but I think that he brings kind of a, a mature and a leadership quality that has been needed in that huddle. I know off the field they've become very friendly as well. Um, so, yeah, here's hoping that that relationship blossoms on the field the way that it did in Buffalo. But I do believe that, yes, DJ can be an enormous asset in, in the the growth of Justin as a quarterback. 312-332-3776 if you want to weigh in. We're going to talk to Jeff Joniak uh, coming up at three more observations from Bears camp. Tyler will get uh, what you thought you saw today um, as well and continue to go around the room with observations. Then Joniak will give us his. We've got some baseball conversation today. Ozzy with some interesting things uh, on a podcast about Pedro Grifol and um, the Cubs. Have, we we were all over that one. That Cubs made a little win. money last we, we night. We made some money as uh, the Cubs had a, a very very nice win in New York yesterday. So we've got a lot to do today. We're live at House Hall. It's Waddle and Sylvie. Listen to us now live on the ESPN Chicago app. Listen to the show in HD at one hundred point three HD two FM. Listen now on ESPN one thousand. 
This is Waddle and Sylvie, ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. Got bad news for Waddle. He actually had good news for me. It was bad news for him. Just informed us that his Reds just lost to the Marlins. Had a 4-1 lead going into the eighth, I believe, and the Marlins rallied. At uh, Great American Ballpark. 5-4, Marlins win. Maybe Berger did some damage. Let's look. See what Berger did. Berger was one for four. He's batting a hefty 214 this year. Is that uh, his, do they do they uh, combine the uh, the numbers now, or are those his National League numbers? Because those are similar to what his numbers were in yeah, the AL, Yeah, I think too. that's who he is. Yeah. I think that's who he is. Uh, no, I believe he's hitting 250 with the, uh, no, no, never mind. Forget it. Hold on. I'm trying. Like, listen. By the way, the brewer and the brewer, work. the Brewers are beating the Rockies. It's five four. That game is in the bottom of the sixth, up in uh, Milwaukee right now. We keep listen, you posted on it's, that. At the very least, it's fun to have something to follow. Scoreboard watch is good. Yeah, because it's been a while. It, it, it's fun. It's really fun. The Cubs right now are a game and a half behind the Brewers, and they have a half game lead over. Uh, the Reds now, though, a two-game lead in the loss column over the Reds, which is a great thing. Yes, I'd like. I, if I was you, I'd keep my sights on the Brewers and not really worry about the Reds. Hey, it's a, you, you. You keep your eye on everybody. I okay, keep your dad. head on a swivel. Thanks, my baseball dad has just talked. I think that's a life. That's a life lesson. Keep your head on a swivel. Yes, yes. Uh, you you have to be happy with your pitcher from last night, despite giving up a first inning two run dong to Pete Alonso. He's been Apo Strowman. He's, he's been fabulous. Like he was terrible for the amount of time that Strowman was great. Yes, and he's been awesome. Since the the moment Strowman's been bad, ever what? since really he's given up the pitch that yeah. the Cubs told him to add. Yeah, and, like and the he sweeper just put yeah. the sweeper away. And he and and look, you'd this, have no problem with that at the house, right? Mark, the, uh, put the sweeper away. Yeah. Okay, I didn't even take it out. The Swiffer, yeah, whatever. The sweeper, it is. the dustbuster. I like to clean my house. Do you? Yeah. Like I like a clean house. I do what dishes do you, like a champion. Do you? Well, what, what do you mean you do the dishes? I, I do you listen, just rinse off the dishes and put them in the? It's not that easy. Like I basically wash the dishes before I put them into the dishwasher. Yeah, you I'm don't. One of those guys. Well, I, think, I don't put the dishes into the dishwasher dirty. with food all over. Well, them. Who I, does that? That's a that's a. I like, think a lot that, of people. Don't. That's an animal. I think a lot of people do that. Well, no, that you shouldn't. There is not a speck of food on my dishes before they go into you the You've got to give it a good hot rinse and, and wipe off all You're the talking food. talking about dishes, right? That good too. Good hot rinse? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I, I, I'm really good with the dishes. And today, look. But you're I, not doing, you can't say you're doing the dishes when you, I know you are still giving it a hot rinse and you're getting the food off. You're not doing the dishes. The machine's doing the dishes. That is, you're that, loading that, the dishwasher and you're unloading. That's true, but there are other things like if they can't all fit in the dishwasher, then I I wash, hand wash the remainder. Oh, really? Yeah, I do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Also use the uh, the uh, the vacuum cleaner. I do all kinds of stuff in my oh, house. Yeah, I like a clean house. The older I've gotten, the cleaner the the house I'm I like. Walking around with the vacuum cleaner if huh? I have to. I rode a scooter to work today. Like that I was amazing. Anything. the 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 picture is on. Uh, I tweeted it out. Did Carmen take that picture of you? He did. Because I gave Carmen credit for the 
for the photo. It's on Carmen's Instagram as well. Listen, my daughter needed a car to go to the doctor's appointment. My wife needed a car to go to a tennis match, and we've only got two cars. So I was either my wife was going to have to drop me off, you know, later, or I could take the scooter. So I just I threw my, my pink scooter too, right? What's that? Was that a pink scooter too? Yeah, it's a pink scooter. Did anyone give you the little honk on the way here? No, I no get one... that thing going nine, uh, thirty-five miles an hour. Oh, I mean, you got to go down though sixty. No, 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 no. What I do is is I take from my I take the back roads. And I cut through Conway Farms, oh, okay. and, the only, and, it's, and it's, there's a stoplight. As soon as it turns, and I just cross sixty. So, so you got, don't have to go like dude, on a on a forty five mile an hour. No, okay, no. good. So I, I'm I'm, I'm off concerned the, for your yeah, safety. Yeah, of course you are. Of course you I'm are. I'm concerned. Yeah. All right, we'll talk to Jeff Joniak. Get uh, his thoughts from uh, Bears practice. We've got some baseball conversation coming your way, uh, and we'll continue to monitor the Brewers game and keep you posted on that score, but some uh, Cubs and Sox talk uh, scheduled for 4 o'clock today. Jeff Joniak, the voice of the Bears. Come see him at uh, Football Fest. Buy your tickets uh, at Football Fest, a ticket master. Um, Right now, it is scheduled for August 27th uh, from 11 to 3. It's Waddle and Sylvie.